Sessions Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Hey guys, welcome to Upbeat and thank you very much for being here and for listening in today or watching. If you're watching this on YouTube or on the website, parkercane.co, thanks for watching. I appreciate that. Uh, today's episode is jam-packed with value as I interview Melissa Bright, creator and host of the Bright Side of Life podcast, which you can find at thebrightsideoflifepodcast.com. And she's also one of the top 50 moms in podcasting right now, which is an incredible accomplishment. And in other words, she really freaking knows her stuff. She knows how to launch, maintain, and grow really professional and successful podcasts and keep them succeeding and going strong. So I'm very happy to have her here on Upbeat where she shares with us her journey of how she's been able to build that. And we cover tips and tricks and her lessons learned along the way that we can also learn from. So very excited to jump into this episode. But before we do, just really briefly, I wanted to share it's kind of funny, around three quarters of the way through this episode, or about, yeah, about the three quarter mark, we experienced some technical difficulties. And the reason it's funny is we were talking about pushing through adversity or scenarios that are just completely out of our control and roadblocks, how we can overcome roadblocks. And right as we were talking about that, the Zoom video cuts out, the Adobe Audition audio cuts out. For some reason, the Zoom audio kept going, but it was a technical difficulty nightmare and I was able to kind of rummage it all together and make it make sense. And normally, you know, I'd want to cut those kinds of things out and edit it out and put it together seamlessly as if nothing happened. But in light of what we were talking about, and specifically for this podcast episode, I was like, nah, I've got to leave it in. It just is so much more raw and authentic and goes hand in hand with what we were discussing at the time. So I do know about that. And I just wanted to let you know about that. If you're listening to this, there's going to be a few moments where it's Zoom audio and not the Adobe Audition audio, which is usually a bit higher quality. And if you're watching this, there's a few moments where the video cuts out. So there's your heads up. But without further ado, let's get into this absolutely incredible episode with Melissa Bright from the Bright Side of Life podcast. Let's go. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me on Upbeats. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Parker. Always a pleasure. It's. I was just sharing to those who are listening in, I was just sharing uh, with Melissa in our kind of pre-show banter that it's nice to put a face to a voice because I've been listening to Melissa on Clubhouse uh, pretty actively lately. So uh, it's really good to see you. And I guess for those <laughs> listening, if you're coming to YouTube, you could see us too. Yeah. Yep. I, I think the exact same way. Clubhouse, it's like you, it's only audio, but then once you finally see a person, you're like, oh, they, they actually are a real person. It's not just, just their voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love, love meeting up and doing these podcast interviews. Uh, but Melissa, before we get like too deep into it, I just love starting with story. I think that's the the first place anyone should start in any conversation is getting to know the other person. And I know a bit about you because of Clubhouse and hearing your story. Uh, but for the listeners listening in who haven't had the the pleasure of meeting you yet, um, could you please share with us just a little bit about yourself, like maybe what it was like anywhere from what it was like growing up to what you do now? 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. So a little bit about myself. So um, of course, my name is Melissa and I am from St. Louis. I have a wonderful 18 um, year old daughter whom I had when I was 16 years old, and she is my absolute best friend in the entire world. But in terms of my life, um, it hasn't always been easy. Um, I did lose my mom at the age of 25, who was my best friend. So I became the single mom without my mom and, and that kind of support. So things were a little bit, you know, rough um, for a while. And I kind of did the whole like feeling sorry for myself thing. Um, and really in the last three years, I've just kind of have turned that around, kind of changed my um, my mindset a little bit around that and did a little bit of therapy too. So now with 2020 happening and kind of shaking us all up and, and kind of really making me reflect on things that I wanted uh, truly in my life and passions and things, that's kind of where the podcasting came in. I, you know, fell into really deep depression last year. Um, my job came to a complete screeching halt and, you know, everything is happens for a reason. And that happening made me really look at myself and ask myself what my purpose was. And I knew I love deeper conversations with people. So that's when that's kind of how this podcast that I have came to be. Um, so now that's what I'm pretty much doing um, full time as a side hustle, full, full time hustle. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying it so much just having the the conversations like you and I are doing right now. So that's a little bit of my life in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. Well, there's so much that we could unpack there, but first I want to, uh, make sure I get a, provide a platform for you to share more about your podcast. So if you, if you'd like to, you could share, you know, the name of your podcast and maybe what listeners can expect if they go check it out. Yeah. So the name of my podcast is The Bright Side of Life. And I actually talk to people that have been through pains, struggles, or grief, and really how they found their path back to the bright side. I, for so long, just kind of felt like I was in this club by myself. You know, I, I lost my mom and now I've lost my dad. And I started to realize that I wasn't the only one but I wanted to have conversations with people that were going through things, whether it was drug addiction, cancer survivors, um, all the, these stories are really heavy, but the ending of the bright side of life is really their journey of how they found it back to there. And I think that's kind of what we're all on is we've had a lot of things happen in our lives. Um, some of it is a lot, you know, more tragic than other people's, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been painful for people. But I want to hear their their success stories of finding happiness, finding peace and finding joy again um, after in the you know, in the midst of all of that pain. So that's pretty much what you're going to get when you listen to the podcast. Like I said, heavy stories, but, but they do have happy endings. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've, I've just got kind of a question coming to mind right now, which is, um, in those heavy stories, do you find that people are, I mean, maybe this is kind of an interesting question. This is something I'd ask on clubhouse, but I guess might yeah. as well do it here on, <laughs> on the podcast. But do you find that people are able to kind of hold themselves together through that storytelling process? Or do no. you find that they kind of break down and like they, it turns into like a really serious, like they're crying and telling you everything kind of a thing? Yeah, it, it's definitely we've, we've had a lot of tears shed on the podcast. And that's something that I, when it first happened, 
it was probably the most like natural thing ever. You know, I'm in no way a therapist or anything. And here this complete stranger was breaking, you know, like bawling her eyes out, talking about her divorce. And in that moment, I was so humbled to know that this person trusted me with her story. And I was like, Melissa, this is something that's really big because maybe some other person, they wouldn't feel open enough to be crying in front of me, first of all, like even through Zoom. Um, and so, yeah, at this point, I really tell people, I even tell them up front, like, hey, we cry on this podcast. That's what, you know, <laughs> so don't feel like you have to hold it back. If that's what you feel, then then cry. And that's completely okay. And everybody has always said, a lot of times people like guests have said, Melissa, I needed to tell my story because this was healing. This was like therapeutic for me. And that feels really good for people to say that, you know, um, they don't, they didn't expect that. And then once they like, it was almost like a weight lifted off their shoulders once they came out and told their story. Cause some people hadn't came out yet and, and said those things publicly. And here they are basically sharing to the whole world. So yeah, we have, we have criers. <laughs> And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, totally okay. I just think it's, I, for me personally, like if I put myself in your shoes, I'm like, oh my gosh, how would I navigate that <laughs> as a host? Like how to, other than just, you know, be there for them, which I'm, I know that you are there for them. And I love what you, what you said about um, how they, it provides them an opportunity to share a story that maybe they haven't told or they haven't told very much. But right. what I think is so fascinating about your concept here is um, even though it's a personal story to to them, mm -hmm. we often don't understand how many people are out there going through the same kinds of things. Right. And so when they share that story, it's not only, you know, a, a therapeutic like release for them, but it's also um, something that other people really needed to hear. Um, and those those don't pop up in your analytics. <laughs> <laughs> you no. know, you have no idea what, what impact you actually are having. Exactly. And that's the thing is like, in, in turn, it also, what it does for me is it kind of reminds me, like, I don't want to sit here and say anybody's stories worse than the other, but sometimes like with me, sometimes I can get down in the dumps about me losing my mom and not having parents at the age of 35. But then I hear these other stories and I'm like, man, Melissa, like we don't have similar stories, but they went through something that was really hard also. And look how far they have came, you know, and it's such a great reminder. So not only for my listeners, but it really helps me also. And that's where I knew I was like, this is what I need to be doing. This is exactly what I need to be doing. So it's been amazing. Yeah. I was just going to say, how did you find, I guess, your new purpose in and starting this podcast, but it, I think you might have just answered that. <laughs> well, I can actually, I can go a little bit further if you want let's, me to. Let's I, do it. I think it's a, it's a fun story. So I am a huge fan of Jay Shetty and his podcast on purpose. And I was listening to it last year, pandemic time um, around June, and he had Deborah Messing and her business partner, Mandana, I think that's how you pronounce her name. And one of them, I can't, I didn't know which one it was, said something about when you look out into the world and you, you see it and something hurts your heart and you ask yourself like, what could I, what, what is it that hurts my heart when you look out at the world? And then when you have that answer, then you ask how you can make the world a better place. And so she says, when you have those answers, that's when you have found your purpose. And so I 
basically did that. I was like, was this really that simple? And I said, Melissa, what hurt your heart? And the thing that hurt my heart was people feeling alone in their own struggles because I felt alone last year. I wasn't, I have my boyfriend and my daughter's support, but internally I was still struggling and I felt alone. So I wanted to have those deeper conversations with people, especially last year that probably felt like they were alone, even though the whole world was, it felt like was suffering. Um, and I loved podcasts already from true crime to self-help to everything. I was like, podcasting is the way that I'm going to get these stories out. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's an, an awesome thing and it's been so much fun. Love it. I actually really love Jay Shetty's podcast too. Um, oh. and Lewis Howes and Ed Miley. There's so many that yep. I was listening to that inspired me years ago, like before I even started this podcast. Um, such uplifting messages, but that's really too, really good too. Um, insight on how to find your purpose. Can we, can you kind of break that down again? So people, maybe if they didn't catch it, they, they can know like, okay, this is maybe some starting ground for me to find my purpose. Yeah, definitely. So, so what this person said was when you look out into the world, ask yourself, what is it that makes your heart hurt when you do look out into the world? And once you have that answer, whether it is, I don't like, um, puppies, you know, suffering or something, whatever it is that hurts your heart. And then the answer is how can I then make this world a better place by solving that problem or solving what hurts my heart? So that's exactly what I did is I wanted to talk to people feeling alone in their own struggles. Um, and once she, that person broke it down, I was like, oh, I can find my purpose this way. I can ask what hurts my heart. That's simple. And yeah, so I hope it can help somebody else. <laughs> yeah, definitely will. And now you've got this podcast. Podcasting was like your answer to that and uh, and helping get other stories out there to help other people through their challenges. And you've done a really good job growing it. I mean, I went to your website. I checked out your merch. Like I, I, I did, I did kind of a deep dive of all your, of all your <laughs> stuff going on and like you've, you've done a really great job. So I'm curious to know, um, like if you're a one man show, what the, what the process has been like to, you know, go from the idea of, oh, I need to start doing that to where you are now with your podcast. I mean, you, and I don't want to skip over this, sorry, but you made the top 50 moms <laughs> in podcast magazine. Like that's a big deal. So, I mean, you're, you went from like zero to hero real quick and I'd love to kind of break down how you did that. Yeah. So the most simple answer was I just got started. I made this decision back in July that I wanted to start a podcast. So then the question became, well, how do I start a podcast? What does that even look like? I got busy on Google, like how to start a podcast, YouTube, how to start a podcast. One of the first people I found was Pat Flynn. Um, and I just attached to him immediately. I loved his personality, his energy, all of his knowledge that he had. I think I paid $10 for a, I'm going to butcher this name, Udemy, what a, Udemy, Udemy class. Mm -hmm. and it, it was like 10 bucks. And my boyfriend's like, babe, what, 10 bucks, go take this class. And I think it was like eight hours. And that like, dove deep into everything. So once I had all that, um, then it was, you know, okay, cover art. How do I do that? What am I going to do with that? And so I set a date of September 1st to get it launched. So from middle of July to September. So in a month, a month and a half, I had it launched. And then pretty much after that, I just didn't shut up about it. Uh, anywhere I was on social media, um, 
I, I just wanted people to know I, I wasn't ashamed. And that was something that I already struggled with, with was like self-worth and something not being good enough. But this one was different. I knew that nobody could look at me and, and say like, oh, what she's doing is dumb. No, I am sitting here letting people tell their amazing stories. And I know that it can help other people. And just, I would get, you know, messages here and there, as we know, as podcasters, they don't just keep flooding in all the time constantly. Um, but when those messages come in that are just, you know, saying this has helped me and I struggled with depression, those make it all worth it. Um, and then I just kept going. I have stayed consistent. I don't miss, uh, you know, a week. I try to batch record to, to keep things, but I am a one man band. I do everything from editing to social media to branding. It's all myself. And sometimes I feel like I'm literally like flooded with everything I want to do, but that's, that's just how it is right now. I don't feel like it's always going to be that way, but right now it is and that's okay. So I'm just doing with what I can, right? At this point. <laughs> right. I totally feel that. I've been the same way. I've done everything completely on my own for the podcast. And uh, you know, what's interesting and I just, this is going to give, I don't know, some insight to, to those listening in right now. Um, a lot of the podcasts that are out there succeeding and doing really well are people who just get to be the personalities, you know, and it's no shade to them because like I love their shows. I mean, Jay Shetty, Lewis House, we just talked about <laughs> right, it. Right, right. But a lot of the time it's they get to show up and just be the personality and they've got a lighting guy and they've got a video guy and they've got a sound guy and they've got a booking manager and they've got everybody. They've got an entire content strategy team that does all their posts for them, right? Exactly. And then there's people like Melissa who are out there changing <laughs> the world just by herself. And so, um, if you really want to show support um, to these, I guess, smaller creators, for lack of better words, for those who would want to go support you, what's the best way? Like, how can we best go and support you and support your show? Yeah. So, the best way, as we know, is I would love and like an honest review on, you know, Apple podcast, or you can even go to my website, which is the bright side of life podcast.com. But I really want true, honest feedback in what the content does for you. I mean, we know that the content is the most important thing and I worry about it all the time. And I definitely feel like I've gotten better in my craft because I want this to benefit people. And I want them to know, like my podcast is called the bright side of life, but I'm also not naive to the fact that I deal with heavy stories, but I want people to know like that is okay. And how can we find our path back to the bright side? So, uh, a simple review just with some honest feedback. Um, you can even actually, if you don't have Apple podcast, if you go to my website, there is a reviews tab that you can write it just straight on my website. So if you don't have Apple, that's completely okay. Um, I just really like hearing people's feedback and how I can improve or what it's doing for them. So, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely love it. I'm gonna have to talk to you after on how to do the website reviews thing because yeah. I, I have that too. But uh, like I've got a website, but I don't have the tab that just like lets you write it right there. But that's a good idea. A lot of yep. people definitely are listening different vehicles than just uh, than just Apple podcasts. Exactly. Um, but okay, so I wanted to ask too, I don't want to skip over the fact that you just started and then mm -hmm. 
you worked really hard, learned all the necessary skills, and then just completely doubled down on it. Um, and the Udemy course and YouTube, that's, it's funny, you mentioned Pat Flynn, that's how I, like I watched Pat <laughs> Flynn too. I Googled, yep. Googled stuff, YouTube stuff. I didn't take any courses or anything, but what's crazy is it's possible and you just have to act. You just have to do it and look into it. So for people who are, are right now, they feel like their back is up against the wall. They want to start a side hustle. They're, they're not for whatever reason, whether they think they have no money, whether they just don't believe in themselves yet. Like what's your, your words of advice or words of encouragement for people who just need that nudge to get started? Yeah. My words of encouragement would truthfully be get out of your head um, and don't let yourself be the thing that's stopping you. I did not have money when I got started. Like I'm telling you, my microphone was 26 bucks. My headphones were even less expensive than that. I think the most expensive thing I spent money on was my focus, right? Which is like 150 bucks, but I could not let myself stop myself from doing this when I wanted to do it. So I'm very much a person that, you know, I will talk myself out of things really, really quickly. And if somebody said, oh, it's really expensive to start podcasting, I would have been like, well, crap, then I guess I just won't do it. But I'm like, no. And so that's where I pride myself now. I'm like, if if I can do it and I'm not going to sit here and preach to do spend $8,000 on podcasting equipment or a whole studio, you can just get started with simple things. Um, and then just getting started, just do that research, ask questions because you will be the thing that like stops you. If you're thinking like, I'm not worth it or whatever, because I promise you, I have battled with all of that stuff, but I, I felt so strongly about this passion and about this purpose that I'm like, I will find a way. And that's exactly what I did. I ran into many hiccups, but just set yourself up for that and know like, you're going to achieve one thing and then you're going to come to another roadblock and you're going to say, how do I figure this out? And then you're going to go to the next thing. How do I figure this out? And I mean, as you know, it's, it's a lot. If you go back and look at all the steps that it takes to get started on a podcast, it's a lot, but we knocked them all down and here we are. And now it's just like second nature. It becomes easier, you know? So, um, yeah, that would be my, my, my words of encouragement. I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, just got me thinking of what you were sharing. Do you have any, I guess, of the roadblocks you mentioned or the hiccups, do you have any that kind of stand out that was like a, that was like a major one that really almost derailed you and you didn't do it? Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, not at the beginning. I, honestly, as far as my equipment, I bought every single thing on Amazon. I can't believe I brought, bought all the right plugins and everything like the XLR cables. I just did so much research and I'm like, okay, we're just going to buy all this stuff and, and praise God. I hope I get it right. And I did. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I think the biggest hurdle for me was the interview because all of my episodes are interviews. And so I looked up what I wanted, how I could interview people. I do not have a interview background whatsoever in any kind of way. So I took to YouTube once again, found Pat Flynn once again. He talked about how to do interviews for like an hour and I just jotted down everything I could as fast as possible. And it was very, very good um, advice. And I feel like it really helped me. And another thing that helped me was I'm a perfectionist and I will not deny that. So 
my very first interview, I just told myself, Melissa, it's probably going to suck and that's okay, but you just have to start and see what happens. So I would say probably interviewing would, would have been the first roadblock. Um, it didn't stop me, but I just had to talk myself down from don't strive for perfection. Just strive for just doing your first one and see what happens. And once I put the perfection away, the interview was fine. It was fine. I'm not saying it was perfect because it wasn't, but it went a lot better than it would have if I would have put all this pressure on there thinking I had to be Katie Couric uh, <laughs> right out of the gate. So Yeah, it's all through the lens we see through. I mean, it's uh, if you put on your perfectionism lens, you're going to you're going to dissect that thing to to no end pretty much. And it's going to oh. hold you back. But if you take off the lens of perfectionism, then wow, it's great. Nobody, nobody else is critiquing it. Like you would have critiqued it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and we there's our own worst critics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there's something to be said too. And just learning as you grow or, grow growing as you go that that statement because everyone starts from zero um i mean yep. i i mentioned those those personalities who have their big time podcast now but they started somewhere mm -hmm. you know gary vaynerchuk started with a zero followers on instagram you know just like anyone else and so um it's just important to get going and honestly content is king i know that's another uh common phrase in the content world but it's not, it's not necessarily like all the fanciest equipment as much as it is just you showing up and being you and, and asking good questions. And I think you're doing great. I checked out a lot of your stuff before this interview and you're doing a great job. And I think it's truly inspiring. You're inspiring to anyone listening in right now who wants to get going. And, and now I'm hoping, I mean, in this interview, they've learned how to find their purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> and how to just get going on it. And so right now there's kind of no excuses. <laughs> just got to right. get up and go and do it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and not let the little things hold you back. And, and honestly, podcasting, it could start with our phones. <laughs> so, okay. One sec. My, uh, my zoom just stopped the recording for some reason. It's having me title it. Oh. Okay. Now it's recording again. So it worked with this new, uh, this new <laughs> hard drive. So Speaking um, of roadblocks. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of roadblocks, hopefully it saved everything. Um, to everyone listening in, in the middle of this interview, uh, I think my my storage on my laptop like reached its max. And so the the Zoom recording stopped. Luckily, we caught it and I plugged in my hard drive and hopefully we're able to keep all this. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the stuff. This is the stuff that you got to figure out and even... You know, even if it didn't wind up recording it, then we just do it again or reschedule or something. It's not the end of the world. Everything can be figured out and just know that because <laughs> this it, stuff will have this stuff's going to happen. It's it's technology. It's going to happen. Exactly. And I would just preface always have some kind of a backup because <laughs> what's cool is I record separately. I can't I can't reach the because of the cable, but I record separately on my laptop uh, in Adobe Audition, a completely different, um, a completely different program. And I don't have your side of it. I just have my microphone. But sure. what's nice is if we did have to redo it again, I'd be able to go look at that and make note of everything that we covered <laughs> so we yeah. could go, so we could go recover it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, 
But also, I can't remember exactly where I was going with all that, but I think basically I was just saying they have the recipe now of how to find your purpose, how to easily get started without like any, even without any money, you know, and just being able to go do it and show up and grow as you go. That's basically the, I guess, the premise of this interview, this episode. Yep. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I would encourage is you're going to learn new things. Don't let... Don't feel like you have to have everything figured out before you press the record button. You don't. I promise you are going to learn and keep learning and keep learning. And that's what I encourage you to do also is ask those questions, get in those you know groups, get on Clubhouse and just keep asking questions. That's what I did. I, I don't stop asking questions and I will continue to, you know, that's, that's how we get better. So, yeah. Love it. Well, I think we've actually hit the nail on the head with almost everything that I was that I was planning on. Um, I was really excited to interview you. And I think this is this turned into a really inspiring episode. Is there I have this kind of ending segment. I don't know if you've checked out my episodes, but I've got kind of the last five minute segment that I do with each guest. Um, but before we move into that, is there anything that's on your mind pressing something you wanted to bring up um, that maybe I didn't ask about? Um, I don't think so. I just want to say thank you to you, Parker, for allowing me this opportunity to come on your podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, I know that we're all we're all in this together, and I'm just glad I could be part of your podcast as well. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you. Um, and okay, so this last segment is called the Upbeat Seat, and uh, it's just a few. I guess, I mean, they're supposed to be like rapid fire questions, but they never are. <laughs> uh, so first, Melissa, what makes you upbeat? Well, my last name is Bright. So I think it's just naturally. Um, I am a very outgoing person. Um, my smile is really big and I do try to have a positive mindset, you know, even though there I've had hiccups in my life. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I'm trying to now start to encompass my last name and just be that, that bright person that comes in contact with people to help them have a better day. Who is your number one influence or inspiration? Jay Shetty. Ooh, nice. <laughs> um, what music do you listen to, to stay upbeat? Oh my gosh. I well, I really really like house music a lot. I love house music. My podcast actually has house music on it. Um that's usually what keeps me um upbeat cuz the awesome beats. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, shameless plug to my favorite band One Republic. They just launched a new song yesterday. Um, I, I guess it won't be yesterday by the time this episode comes out right. for those of you who are listening in, but uh, they just launched a new song called Run by One Republic and you got to go check it out. It's really upbeat. Love it. Oh, I will. I love One Republic. I definitely will. Uh, also, kind of fun side note on Clubhouse, I got to meet and talk with Ryan Tedder from One Republic. That was There you go. That was one of the one of my life highlights. So, <laughs> I guess you could say Clubhouse is is turning out to be worth it so far. Yes, um, definitely. Okay, what's your favorite word? Oh my gosh, my Oh, my favorite word. Well, the one that comes to my mind is wonky. <laughs> That's how I describe a lot of things is wonky. I don't know if it's my favorite word. Um, yeah. 
maybe bright. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was also I was like, or bright. That that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you have any favorite TV shows right now? Favorite TV shows. So one that we were watching for a while and it's actually just now coming back out is Alone. Um, it's the show, I don't know if you're familiar, but basically 10 contestants go get dropped off somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Um, a lot of it is usually in Canada and then they have to stay and only have, I think 10 items that they can take with them and they have to self-document everything. And whoever is the last man standing wins a half a million dollars. Um, I had the pleasure of getting to interview Larry Roberts, who was one of the final contestants on season, I believe two or three and then season five or six. Um, and I just love the show and I could never be one of those people, but it's awesome <laughs> to see how far they push themselves. And it's just incredible. Yeah. I could never do that, uh, no. but it, it no. is fun to watch. I have seen a few of those episodes. I've actually watched them with my, uh, with my grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, uh, it's just interesting to see, all of because they have their own camera right and they're just like yeah. talking like a vlog like their whole experience yep. out there yeah it's crazy it is crazy and the, the they have to carry all that stuff all the time and like oh my gosh i can't even imagine how ugh, frustrating and how hard that would be <laughs> yeah oh my gosh okay so last question is what's your favorite social media platform and where can where would you most recommend sending people if they want to want to connect with you yeah most favorite social media platform for sure is clubhouse hands down <laughs> i love love getting to talk to people there is no better way to hear somebody's voice to hear their energy to hear whatever it is um, whether you want to be their friend, whether you want them to be your coach, your mentor, whatever it is, you can really, really hear through their voice. Unlike Facebook, unlike Instagram, I know you can read people's stories on Instagram or whatever, but once you really hear their voice and you're like, I like this person or uh, I don't know, I'm not, whatever it is, it's so much easier to make connections on Clubhouse, as you know, Parker. Um, it's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I just to reiterate that I I one thousand percent agree. I I kind of I went over this really fast because I didn't want to make it about me meeting Ryan Tedder, but just to put it into context, Ryan Tedder is like my number one idol, like my number one. Like if I could meet one person in the world, my answer to that question for the last ten years has been Ryan Tedder, and I was able to meet him and talk to him and beatbox for him on Clubhouse. But could I have done that on any other platform? Absolutely not. Nope. Absolutely not. Right. I've been try. I've been trying for ten years, and he's never seen my DMs. You know, like no, like yep. it's just not going to happen unless it's on on Clubhouse. So there is a, a very unique distinction between Clubhouse and everyone else, and I hope that they kind of pull pull it through and and turn it into the most amazing game-changing platform ever yes it is awesome <laughs> on that we'll go ahead and close i i typically beatbox us out of here uh and i'll put your name <laughs> melissa bright into into uh into the beatbox yes Melissa, Melissa, 
Look at the bright blue. It's the bright, bright, bright. Look at the Melissa. It's the Melissa bright. Awesome. Amazing. Oh my gosh. So there you have it, my interview with Melissa Bright from the Bright Side of Life podcast. And of course, we'd both love to stay connected with you. You can find me at my website, parkercane.co, parkercane.co, and Melissa and her podcast at the website, thebrightsideoflifepodcast.com, thebrightsideoflifepodcast.com. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you got value from this episode or you enjoyed this episode, then please share it with a friend and leave an upbeat review. Or if you're watching on YouTube, then leave a comment down below and let us know what you got from the episode. We would both love to hear your feedback and it's always inspiring and keeps us motivated as you learned from this episode. Uh, It keeps us motivated to keep going and keep podcasting. So thanks for doing that. It's so much appreciated. You guys are the best. I'll see you next week. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.